About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takare. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. Begin to thank God for His presence. Begin to thank God for the Holy Ghost. Begin to thank God for angels that are here tonight. Begin to thank God for the grace He is releasing in this season. Lift up your voice and just begin to speak to Him and thank Him. Thank him that your life will not be the same again. That God Himself will touch your life and minister to you in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and thank the Lord and bless Him for the goodness, for His mercies. It is yours, and your life shall never be. The same again, 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 in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you so much for the beginning of this convention. We give you praise and we give you glory. Yes, Lord. Our expectation, Lord, mm. is that you will visit us. Visit us. Cause there to be a stirring. Oh, yes. In our hearts, oh God. May the Holy Ghost come alive. May the power of God be manifest. Above all, may your word come to us to give us wisdom and direction in the name of Jesus. I thank you that as we have assembled ourselves together, that the Holy Ghost will minister to everyone here that sicknesses will not go back home with us disappointment hurts failures heaviness will not leave with us that we will lay them all down at your feet oh god and we shall take back with us healing and deliverance and a spirit a light spirit to give us happiness and joy in the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord. Take your place. Be enthroned, O oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. And louder, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a shout and take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Turn to the person by you. Tell the person you are blessed to be here. Amen. Well, today is our first day and it's a special day because we are ushering ourselves. It's like a pre-convention service. Amen. I said it's like a what? A pre-convention service. And 
I believe that many of you may have heard of Bishop Intefo, but you don't know him. Amen. Tomorrow you will know who he is in the Lord. Amen. And God is going to use him greatly to minister to us the power of God, you know, the power of the Holy Ghost, and then the word of God. Amen. The encounter we shall have will change the church forever. He's a pastor of a very mighty church, Kolegono. One of the reasons why I invited him is so that the anointing on his church will also come upon this church. Hey, I said, hey, the church will be full every Sunday morning and evening. Don't you, you want to, don't want to say amen to that? Every Tuesday. So when me, my expectation is that that mega church grace, when he comes, it some will drop here, affect all of us as pastors and church members. And our churches will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Open your Bible with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, 25. The theme of the convention. Amen. I'm going to read three scriptures and going to speak for five minutes. And the first day is over. Tomorrow, we are starting early. The man of God will be here very early. I want you to come very wild for the Lord. Amen. And come with people. Invite friends and enemies, especially. And then unknown people. Now the scripture says that I was a stranger and you invited me. Amen. So, you want to do a major and massive organization tomorrow as you come. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24 and five says, but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God. Everybody say power of God. And the wisdom of God. The power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. Christ is manifested in two major ways. He's manifested as power and manifested as wisdom. Now every Christian, these two aspects of our master Jesus Christ must also be very strong in your life. The engine of power and the engine of wisdom. Hallelujah. Now, when you become born again or you become a Christian, you must develop in these two areas. And your developing in these two areas will determine how strong you will be in the Lord. Amen. If we look at how Eve, Adam and Eve were deceived. How were they deceived? 
Did the serpent give Eve a slap? Did the serpent give her a karate kick? No. Did the serpent flex muscles and threaten her? No. Did he use a gun or a stick or a stone? No. He used craftiness. Craftiness is negative wisdom. Craftiness. Subtility. It's called subtility. You know, the guy who told, who slept with Tamar? Amnon. The guy who, who showed Amnon the strategy to use to finish his own sister. The Bible describes him with one word. The Bible says he was very subtle. You see, Jesus met Satan in Matthew chapter 4. And when he met Satan, Satan tried to confuse Jesus. He, he brought the warfare to the level of the mind. So he began to make suggestions to Jesus. You understand? He said to him, Matthew chapter 4 verse 1, Matthew 4 1. He said to him that and he knew that Jesus was hungry because he had been fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Hey, it's not small. Even Jesus, look at the things he's going through, too. Yeah, you see. And Jesus was doing that for the power, you see. So I'll show you the wisdom comes from one way, and the power comes from another channel. So he said that then was Jesus led up to it of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Notice he was led by the spirit. Amen. So maybe you have met the devil somewhere, but it doesn't mean that God is not with you. God is with you. You are about to overcome the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Hey. But he answered and said, it is written. That, so it was a battle of Nyansa. And what wisdom was Jesus using? What wisdom was he using? The wisdom of God. The Bible says in the book of James that there is a wisdom that comes from above. And then there is another wisdom that is from below. So if you operate by the wisdom that is from below, you would lose the battle. You must operate by the wisdom that comes from above. And where can we find the wisdom that comes from above? In the word of God. I said in the word of God. I said in the word of God interesting he says christ is the wisdom of god john chapter 1 verse 1 what does it say in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so christ truly was the wisdom the word of god the word of god is the wisdom of god are you listening to what i'm saying so if you become a christian 
one of the major things is that you must convert all your ideas into the ideas of God. Now, a lot of us are in the church, but we do not live by the ideas of God. We do not live our lives by the ideas and principles of God. And when you don't live your life according to the ideas and principles of God, you are not guaranteed victory. You are not guaranteed deliverance. You are not guaranteed healing. Your only guarantee lies in you walking in the wisdom that comes from above, which is the word of God. For example, one of the wisdom of God is what? Fear not. Fear not. So do you see when the angels who are in heaven, they came and met the shepherds who were watching the flocks at night. What did they tell the shepherds? What did they tell the shepherds? They said, fear not. Are you forgotten? Because the shepherds were afraid. It's natural on earth to be afraid. There are a lot of things that will bring you fear. Delays of expectation can bring you fear. Hey, ebe yeni. Hey, ebe simi yeni. Hey, will it be well with me? It's a fear. But then the wisdom of God says, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. That is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God says, forgive. Forgive. Grudge not. That's the wisdom of God, isn't it? So the whole Bible is the wisdom, the counsel of God. So a Christian, your life and your success depends on the wisdom that you carry. The amount of wisdom and the, and the level of the wisdom. You see, when Satan met Jesus and Satan told him a particular thing, there was a particular verse that could counter that temptation. Amen. May you meet your verse. That will help you in your life. You see, there was a specific word. A specific. Jesus, he quoted who? He quoted a particular verse. Yeah. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. Yeah. And when you look at the second temptation, Satan decided to change the strategy. Now Satan quoted a verse. Yeah. He quoted a verse. You see, in the first temptation, he paraphrased a verse. Because it is true that the Bible says that what he said. Do you understand? The second one day, he quoted verbatim. He was trying to convince Jesus. May Satan not be able to convince you in Jesus' name. And how would that happen? By the injection of the word of God. I said by the injection of the word of God. You must develop and build. The scripture says that Christ would increase and I would decrease. I would decrease means your ideas. Your ideas as a gun must decrease. Your ideas as a fanti must decrease. Your ideas as a NDC politician must decrease. And then the ideas of God, the principles of God must come. I said it must come. 
it must come to take over your life yeah so i want you to take note and as the convention goes on i'm sure god is going to speak to you more but i just want to say share this with you to say that everything that you do try to back it with some verses and if the bible does not encourage you do not go ahead amen do not walk in your own wisdom the scripture says there is a way that seabeth right unto a man but the end of that way is death wow there is a way it looks very correct the plans you have taken and the things you have decided to do it looks very correct yeah it looks very correct but what you don't know is that if it is not God's idea the end of it the end of it is not good amen so he said that Christ the wisdom of God and what the power of God a Christian must not just have wisdom and verses because as you can see Satan was not afraid of wisdom and verses there is one main thing that Satan is afraid of and it is called power every Christian must develop your power ministry yeah power ministry so he says that Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 the Bible says for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost next verse and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come every Christian you are supposed to taste of the powers of the world to come you are supposed to taste it ask the person by you have you tasted the powers before hey you are supposed to experience some aspect of the power of the world to come which is the power of god which is invested in the holy ghost remember jesus said all power in heaven and earth is given to me therefore go ye into all the world and preach then in acts 1 8 jesus said to them and ye shall receive what power when the holy ghost is come upon you you shall receive power when the holy ghost is come upon you where is your power where is your power where is your power you are supposed to walk in power i want to say to you tonight and challenge you you see because when we got saved we had we were hungry for the power we're looking for the power amen and you have to test you see if you if you are saying that i can beat i can beat 
I can beat this one. I can beat this one. It's just words. You see, like the boxers, when they are coming to fight, Bukum Banku and then Aite Powers, they'll be talking. Even, they've even taken to another level where prophets have been prophesying to them. And this one says, his pastor has prophesied to him. Hey! Says, I'll beat this one. But we shall all be waiting for the day to see who beat who. Is that not the case? Yeah. So if you say you have power, you must demonstrate the power. In fact, you yourself, you must confirm your power. Do you know whether you have power or not? How would you know whether you have power or not? You have to practically enter into the ministry of the Holy Ghost. Mark chapter 16. In Mark chapter 16, the Bible says verse 15. 16, 15. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now look at the next verse. You notice that the manifestation of this powers of the world to come. Powers. So he says that. And these signs shall follow them. Sign. What is a sign? A sign is a visible representation of something that we can see. Is that not the case? Yeah. So these signs shall follow them. And the signs are power signs. Number one, they will cast out devils. Yeah. Hey! When you meet a witch, wizard, you will move them. You will displace them. When you enter a place, they say this place is for evil spirits. You say, hey, it's not for any evil spirit. I am the child of God. I have come. The Bible says, wherever the soles of my feet shall tread there, he shall give me. You remove your shoe. And you say, in Jesus' name, I claim this territory. Yeah. A Christian, there is that aspect of your life which usually comes in the area of prayers. Prayer. So the prayer life of the believer is where the believer develops his power life. Prayer and fasting will develop your power life. Bible study and quiet time will develop your wisdom life. And the two together shall make you one complete. I say to make you a complete Christian. Amen. When you meet any problem, if it's a sickness, it's a power problem. You must command the sickness to go. Hey, in the name of Jesus, I hear a prayer grow. <laughs> Rashes have begun to cover your legs and it is climbing up. Hey, it's only power. Power that can deliver you from such a problem. Anybody here with rashes on the feet, the Lord is healing you of these rashes in the name of Jesus. As I speak right now, I command that demonic plaster and the demonic bandage and the demonic socks that the devil has put on your left leg. I command the rashes to go in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. 
that is the you see the demons you know that is the only way to deal with them you can't be convincing them you can't be talking with them no you have to display power so we used to fast pray and our aim was that we shall see the power of god in our life now practically because today is just i'm just giving you some summary talks how would you walk in these things or what will force you you see for example um tony yabua does not train as much as he used to train he will not train as much as asamajan is training now do you know why why because he's not playing football anymore he's not playing football anymore but asamajan is playing football now so he must be training is that not the case azuma do you think azuma is training like ayite powers no ayite powers but he's training and training but azuma now he's become an author and he's moving around signing books <laughs> yeah you see so what i'm trying to say is that your calling or your ministry would would make you do something so your life as a christian is supposed to attract the power and the the necessity of it and how would that come it comes when you walk in the instruction of god which is what go ye into the world and make disciples that is it listen if you go out witnessing you will see that number one you need wisdom you need to know the scriptures because you meet some people who have all sorts of ideas if you are not careful you yourself by the time you finish the witness you've turned into an imam they've converted you into a muslim oh we made you go and do evangelism by the time you came back you have now become a, a muslim hey jesus was wearing a jarabia he performed ablution he was washing the feet of the disciples then you say ah i am poor before we see you've gone to get a kettle you are moving washing your feet <laughs> hey so do you see that it's it's a mind it's a wisdom then so as you go on the evangelism you need the wisdom then you also go and meet situations i remember many years ago i went door to door then i went into one room the lady had hiccups hiccups i don't know how they say it in tree but hiccups when you say when you talk small or then you do oh and usually when you have hiccups you drink water so i told the girl confidently i said to her that oh this one drink water go then the girl just waved her hand many glasses of cups empty cups she, she has drank water nothing has happened hey you been in the way and yet fever now your vampire i can say oh what they are that oh best sorry no now fever no echo wait there tickle tickle is philly philly so i was holding a certain big bible so i couldn't go because i have appeared as a man of god so i said let us pray hey today is today i prayed for the girl but me myself as I was praying, I had I actually had no expectation that this 
sickness or tick or tick or would go but when i said amen and the girl said amen that was the end of the tick or tick or hey the girl was surprised me too i was surprised i said the thing has worked amen you see if i was sitting in my room i would not have gone to meet somebody who needed a healing or needed a miracle or needed a deliverance for me to practically walk in the ministry of the holy ghost so that is why god has given us this work that we are doing as christians brother give me ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 the bible says that i therefore the prisoner of the lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation christianity is a vocation what is a vocation a vocation is different from a profession do you know that vocation is different Reverend Shen, Professor Shen, Dr. Shen is a professional. Amen. He's a lecturer, he's, a, he's an engineer, and all that, but it's not, it doesn't qualify as a vocational activity. Do you know why? Because you don't learn it in a vocational school. What do you learn in the vocational school? Baking no money at the palm no money. What what do we call all of them? Is that not it? Is that not it? That means that it is something that you do practically. Do you get the whole thing? You do practically. Practically, you are holding a sewing machine, you are sewing. Practically, you are laying blocks all the people who go to vocational school the things they learn there are practical things now christianity is is not a you, you are a christian so you become a ceo you are sitting in some office with tie and suit no christianity is called what a vocation a, a practical work talk to somebody about Christ and then and accustom the person to church you cannot do it anywhere else apart from practically going out, witnessing talking to people compelling them Luke chapter 16 Luke chapter 16, I think we should end with Luke chapter 16, in Luke chapter 16 we see the story of Anakazu. Okay, I'm trying to show you how you can force power and wisdom to manifest themselves in your life it will manifest you see when you fall in water you will force to swim so when you fall in the evangelism you will force to manifest the wisdom nobody will tell you to wake up in the morning and pray because the other day as you were witnessing to the sister suddenly i said suddenly eyes changed and then she said to you you I'll kill you <laughs> hey said, I'll kill you I come from under the sea I'll kill you hey and she walked away Not, nothing will tell you that Charlie this work you can't do it with fornication you can't do it with 
idolatry and sin you need holiness you need righteousness amen because when you call on god you need god to answer and when you call god sin has become a hintidia between you and god you will be hot is that not the case yeah so the scripture says here then said he unto him a certain man made a great supper bade many next verse quickly and sent his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidden come for all things are now ready see so number one he sent them to go and say something god has sent us or god has called us to go and say something are you listening to me you see the book we are doing many are called called to do what called to go and say something say something tell the person about you say something tell you from today say something he said that to go and say to them that were bidden come for all things are now ready notice also that the people who were bidden had already received text messages whatsapp invitation by text huh is that not the case so you see the the work is not by text that you are texting because you can see that they are sent text but after the text now they said go 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 for three years you have not gone for four years you haven't gone for five years you have never gone hey you are almost in trouble because you are about to die and when you die they will ask you a question what did you do for god what did you do for god wow and they all with one consent began to make excuse so number two it is not strange it is not today that people started giving excuses when you are witnessing to them it's not a new thing i said it's not a new thing that when you are going to invite somebody to church he will give you excuses excuses like what i don't have shoe i don't have trouser i don't have shirt once one guy came to see me he said that he didn't come to church because he didn't have nice clothes i said ah you don't need nice clothes just dress what you have and come then i said he should come and see you so i don't know if he came to see you <laughs> i was sending the problem to you <laughs> yeah you see so he said that excuse the first said unto him i have bought a piece of ground and i must needs go and see it i pray thee have me excused the excuses are reasonable reasons isn't it next verse and another said i have bought five yoke of oxen and i go to prove them i pray thee have me excused there's a reason there's always a reason and a good reason evangelist are you listening to me there is always what a good reason but you must go beyond the reason then another said i have married a wife and therefore i cannot come as for him there he just said that charlie i cannot come yeah <laughs> so that servant came and showed his lord these things you see so there is a certain going out 
and then a certain coming back it's practical walking moving talking to people interacting with people convincing them and as we get into that business you need two things you need wisdom and you need power wisdom power when we meet you you saw you are doing three days fast you say ah you every day you are doing three days fast <laughs> because Charlie, you need power i said you need power you need power when you meet madness last week we went for a program and there was a certain lady in the program and she said that her brother is mad and her sister too is mad she wants us to pray for them it's not counseling it is power amen last we went to Bibiani a certain man he said they went to Accra and then they went to a funeral and I think that the either the wife of the brother or something who had died cursed them and said that all the brothers of the guy who had died they will all die one by one Hey, when he left the funeral and got back to Takrade he said he fell down and that was it he couldn't walk again that day when we went for the program it was the first day I remember and we, we had entered into a time of worship and so I prayed as I was praying for the people I got to the woman and I began to pray for her husband and then she said to me that her husband actually needs prayers and he is in the car I said ah what is the problem with the husband he said the husband cannot walk because somebody cursed him and he can't walk so I said they should go and bring him hey so they went to carry this man and bring they brought him put him on a chair and then we began to pray for him. I say, I held the man's hand. Hey! Oh, I'm sorry. Eh? <laughs> I held the man's hand. And then I commanded him to get up and walk. Then the man got up. Hey! He got up and then he began to run up and down. I was surprised again. <laughs> but you see, that move alone is enough to win many souls yeah it's enough to convince many people about what god can do the power of god is there so that people will see you see paul said that so that my preachings eh, it will not just be in the wisdom words but it will be in the power of god your faith will be established in the power of god so we need to go out just like the man here he sent the guy. So that servant came, showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house being angry. Hey, is God angry with us? I am asking a question. Is God angry with us? I think he is. Because when we go on, you see that we qualify for anger. <laughs> Then the master of the house being angry said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind, 22. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded and yet there is room, 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be so are we inside or 
not. I think the Lord is angry with us. According to this story, I ask what do you think? I think he is. He's angry with us at Anaji. He's angry with us at Tanakum. He's angry with us at the Apache. Why? Because the church is not full. The church is not full. I said the church is not full. But the church would be filled by power and wisdom. Power and wisdom. Power and wisdom. I pray for all of us that from today we shall begin to fulfill this great commission to fill the house of God. I said to fill the house of God because if we don't, God will be angry with us. God will be angry with us. God will be angry with us. God is angry with us. Hey, the only reason why we haven't seen the anger is because of Jesus. He's saying some for us. He said, oh God, allow them. He says, left with small at the back. They will fill it. Allow, the, please, don't become angry. Don't strike them. Don't strike them yet. They will go. Will you go? He said they will go. He said they will go. Juan. He said they will go. He said they will go. They will operate the power and the wisdom. I said they will operate in the power and the wisdom. Don't think that it is only prophet one who can operate in power. Or only Opambo. It's like you even have to change your name to some type of wild name. Roxin. It's like you are wild. Or Tafija. With your taffy jack, I would be home because you want to appear like some somebody who is eating fire. Hey, no, all of you here, all of you, uh, Yvonne, stand up. Yes, you must say, In the name of Jesus, I command every demonic stronghold in your life to break now in Jesus' name, amen. And they will break, they will break, they will break. They will break. They will break. They will break. Oh. One day I met a certain girl and she said she was suffering from the spirit of fear. Spirit of fear. And the fear was so wild that she cannot be in a room alone. So she has a friend who is always with her. Always. When she's even going to wee wee, the friend has to be with her because a certain strange fear was upon her. So as soon as she told me, do you know what I said to her? I said, go and fast for three days. And then I would come and we'll pray about it. It sounds very powerful. So, as soon as the lady turned and was going, then the Holy Ghost said, oh, you are afraid. <laughs> and do you know what? I, was, I had developed a fasting dependency syndrome FDS if I haven't fasted I will not pray or I will not do anything until I fasted so you know too much of everything is bad and an unbalanced scale is an abomination to the Lord so I had done the fasting uh, now no, I, I no longer walked by faith I walked by fasting works so he said call her now and pray for her as a hand I was just coming from 
the JCR and I had just eaten some jollof and contumely. <laughs> Unity Hall. So I called her and said, that, Let us pray now. And we prayed. And can you believe that? From that prayer, the girl was delivered. There was no need for any fasting, nothing. The girl was free. She went by herself to her room. Wow. And I said, oh, okay. I thought that I have to always fast. You know, but God was teaching me. It's my journey. I'm not saying don't fast. It's also important. God, now you're fasting. Fasting, now you're carrying forward. P. What did I say? Uh-huh. So it was working for my advantage. You know, but the point I'm making to you as we close is that you got to go out to witness to people. You have to go out to speak to people. Because people need the Lord. People need salvation. And the salvation will come by wisdom and by power. Satan has used crafty ideas to capture people. He, he tells them things. Did God really say? Did God really say? You know, we were reading the story of um, Latter-day Saints. And the man, what did the man say? The man said he, he, when he got born again or he was um, going on a retreat, then he went to a forest to go and pray. And as he was praying, two um, entities, and one of them was God the Father, and the other was God the Son. And they came to him. Bright light. Remember the scripture says that what? Satan appears or he transforms his angels into angels of light. So the fact that he is light doesn't mean that he's from God. Hey! So the two people appeared to him and then he asked them a question. He said, what church should he go to? And then the, the God the Father told him that all the churches in the world are all false. Join none. He said, that's what the entity told you. Join none. They said, what should I do? He said, start the real church. Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints Church. That is how he started it. You see, but he's a devil. He tricked him. You see, so Satan is going, has captured people by their minds. Yes. When I wasn't saved, I used to think that hell would be nice. Yeah. I mean, I said that, okay, we shall have all these musicians, all these Bob Marley's, and all these guys. We shall all be in hell together. You know, I mean, you actually have such thoughts. Yeah, you actually have such thoughts. And recently I was reading, and one guy was saying the same thing, that hell would be nice, because we say all these pop stars are there, then Charlie, that is where he wants to be to go and continue jamming hey so it's a mind and to one day I met prophet Kakra that he shattered that mind and he gave me the gospel of Jesus Christ yeah and then I changed my mind yeah I used to think I will marry at the age of 45 yes by then no, I would have moved around that fine sampled a lot of people hey a lot of unbelievers have this mind 
they'll marry 45, 50. Yes. They will rejoice in the world. Ah, they went there. I'm a poor. No, I'm worried. It's a mind. And Satan is holding people captive. Satan is holding people of power. The Bible says that Simon had captured the whole city. He had captured the whole city by enchantment. Yes, divination. But when Paul and the apostles got there, they broke the power of Satan, of witchcraft and wizards by power. May you be a woman and a man of wisdom and power from today in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a big shout and a clap offering. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. And I want you to pray for yourself and say, Lord, I want to be a man of power, a woman of power, a woman of wisdom, a man of wisdom to walk in both in the name of Jesus. Lord, I leave to my head in we believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. How Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.